Greetings, loyalists and heretics. Welcome to Iron and Ceramite, where we once again enter the warp without an astropath. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Iron and Ceramite podcast. I'm John, and as always, I'm joined by my co-hosts, Dave. Hi, everyone. Ben. Evening. Shane. Hello. And Tommy. Yeah. Nice, nice uh, greeting there. <laughs> How's everyone doing? All right. <laughs> Pretty good. All good, mate. Okay. Yeah, thank you. Good, all good. Thank you. We're off to a cracking start, and um, yeah, so it's been a while since we sat down together, so we've got a lot to cover. Um, I think we obviously did um, some very short videos for Warhammer Fest. Um, so we will recap that uh, very briefly, and then we'll go over some of the, the newer releases um, and things that have been announced since. Uh, but obviously, we'll start with our normal hobby roundup. But before we do, we've just got a couple of things to plug. Um, so I'm going to pass the reins over to Shane. Oh, and for those that are listening, um, if you come over to YouTube and watch us on there, um, we've now um, mastered some technology now and we have a slideshow so actually you're going to see the models that we're talking about that we've been painting uh, and you won't have to wait for them to go up on Instagram or wherever um, just to make it a little bit easier to follow along so Shane over to you yep thank you John uh, so a couple of updates is that we are um, now um, part of the Element Games um, affiliate program um, so that means if you are looking to buy anything um, you probably use them already but if you uh, click on our link, which will be in the description, it just means that um, we get a nice uh, kickback for that um, and just helps um, give us some money that we can put into the channel and hopefully make a bit more content uh, for you guys. And then likewise, um, we've just started um, our Patreon. Um, again, you can join that. Uh, no worries, regardless. It's, it's Again, it's just a little bit that gives us a bit of a kickback um, and enables us to, to invest money in the, in the channel. Hopefully... Um, make more content um for you guys so if you're enjoying it then uh, then then consider doing that um obviously what we'll do is we'll we'll add a um a bit of a credits crawl at the end for anyone that does does sign up and give you a bit of a shout out um and then hopefully as we as we go we'll, we'll probably create a few more tiers and a bit more content for people that want to get involved but right now um they're there they're available and all of it will will help us out and help us continuing to create content yeah, I think like um, obviously no pressure if you don't want to, but if you do enjoy what we're doing and you want to see more from us, I think like um, our next sort of step now the world's hopefully coming back together. We want to start doing some battle reports, um, so this will help help funders get towards that and make it um, of a decent quality, so it's nicer to watch. Uh, and that's the the aim behind that. Um, so should we move on into our hobby roundup? Um, and Shane, we're going to begin with you. Uh, yeah, thank you. So, uh, continuing my uh, old hammer fixation, um, I finished off uh, the the original uh, Bjorn sculpt. Um, so it's a nice, weighty little beast. Um, done with a mix of uh, sort of standard paints and um, contrast. Uh, contrast on the detailed bits, but the rest of it is in is in standard stuff. Uh, it gave it a go of freehand on his leg for so the uh, the white and oh, the, sorry the red and black. Uh, pack marking on his leg was was done freehand, so it was my first go at that. Overall, yeah, I'm I'm pretty pleased with how um, 
uh, Bjorn went together. Like, very, very pleased to have him in the army. Wasn't planning to do anything like a dreadnought yet. It's just as I said, um, I think I saw one of Dave's dreadnoughts and was like, do you know what? I'm going to go and go and scour eBay to see whether I can find the original model. And uh, luckily for me, it was it was on that. So I stripped him down and then repainted him. And there he is. Looks awesome, man. How much did he cost on eBay? If you don't mind me asking. Uh, I think he was twenty quid. So oh, that's not a, too bad at all. It was, it was fine. As I said, it came, someone had all, you know, it was one of those that someone had painted and maybe left in their loft somewhere or something like that. So it was a bit unloved. But once um, I stripped all the old paintwork off, it was just like new. So it was uh, it was fine. There were a couple of like wolf tails missing, but in the bits box, I had, I had plenty of stuff to cover that. So that was fine. Um, and I think, I think last week I got the original transfer set arrived in the post as well because you can buy that quite cheap so at some point i'll uh i'll get the transfers on there as well but i need to get some uh uh what's it lamy and medium first um but yeah looking forward to in that regard that will just finish him off everything else otherwise is uh he's painted up and good to go so looking you must be really you must be really happy with that freehand mate that does look really good very very straight lines i don't know how you've done that I so I I well I don't know if it's cheating, but what I did was I painted the white on first. So I did the white really like rough, and then used then then I went to the the black and the red, which just meant like the white was underneath it, so it was yeah. easier easier to do rather than trying to paint the white over like a black or red, um, and that seemed to work. So I was quite quite pleased with that. I have got the old. Um, fine line pen out as well and written on the uh, the scroll areas uh, Bjorn and Russ um, which which actually went really well as well so uh, I am pleased with uh, with how that came out Awesome oh, I must say that is an absolute bargain for an old out of production metal model Tell me about it well I couldn't believe it when I got it Because like I I found a, a metal asteroid for Tom in my loft and I looked up you know just so we could get a nice little balance of he's going to give me some stuff what's he worth I nearly wet myself. I was like, what the hell? Who's going to pay 80 quid for that? Yeah. But I did, I did say to Glenn, like, it's not fair. You're not getting the right, um, the right money in return of what we swapped. But he was very gentlemanly and said he just wants uh, something to paint up for his space marine. So, yeah, we did a nice little deal. And um, like I said, I'm not going to sell them on anyway. I'm going to paint them. So, yeah, cheers for that, mate. Yeah, that's why, that's why it went to you rather than, you know, somebody would, uh, wouldn't appreciate it. And then we've got... Uh... Lehman Russ. Yeah, more more old hammer. So this this is uh, this is from the Rogue Trader. So this is even before second edition, um, when they weren't really making Primarchs, and I, I don't think they had any idea. But this is this is originally the Lehman Russ uh, model. Um, obviously, nowhere near as glorious as the uh, the current uh, Forge World uh, models. But I had him I had him when I was a kid. Um, and I don't know what happened to the model. I don't know where he went. And this is another one that I found on eBay. Because he's not uh, a model you can actually play with. I mean, I suppose you could have him as a captain or something like that without, without calling him Russ. He's actually gone in my display cabinet, which is the first model that I've painted just for that. Um, the only thing that was missing was the uh, the banner pole. So that's, that's kit bashed from like a Grey Hunters kit and some other plastic that I'd knocking around so that I could get it looking right. Um, but again, just really pleased with how it came out. Again, I'm finding that the uh, the, the Space Wolves, the original, or the, the you know, the standard paints are better than the, the contrast for the armour. Um, Space Wolves grade contrast is a, is a real pig of a paint. 
to get on nicely, whereas the original paints, uh, the uh, rust grey and uh, Fenrisian grey, just go go on really well. Um, so again, very pleased with him, very happy with how it came out. Um, and yeah, one that's gone in the cabinet rather than uh, rather than for the tabletop. Nice. Are you thinking of um, sort of maybe steering away from contrast and doing away with it altogether at some point, or do you think you're gonna hmm, still I mix think, and match? I think I'll keep it. Like it does work quite nicely for things like like the bone and the faces and like the wolves there, for example, are all contrast. Oh, yeah. So it works Almost. really well for things like furs. Um, but for think, I don't know, like, as I said, I think it depends on the colour. For um, for the, the Space Wolf's armour, the Space Wolf's grey is not very good. But then having said that, for the Necrons, the colour I used for them worked really well. So mm. I think it's a bit hit and miss depending on what you, what, what you want to use it for. I think for Marines, maybe I'm going to start moving more towards the uh, the standard standard range because as i said the, the contrast works okay for detail but for the for the broader areas for the bigger panels it just doesn't give you the coverage that i think, mm. I think i'd like but you know that's, this works that's best for uh, organic yeah is what i've seen yeah yeah definitely i think that's fair it just gets in like it's not really fair it just gets into the detail doesn't it yeah, yeah. I think that's it, isn't it? That's what it needs. It needs all the edges, doesn't it, to um, and really make it come to life with contrast. Yeah, it's like you say with the armor panel, and it's very difficult to get that. Yeah, that coverage right. Completely get that. Yeah, well, I'm working on a rhino at the moment, and uh, try. I thought, you know, I'll, I'll try with the contrast and see how it goes on. And it's just because it, it, it's because it's like big panels. And I know you mentioned yeah. it in one of our first podcasts, Glenn. It just really doesn't go on well for yeah. uh, for any big stuff. So. I'm, uh, and I was quite interested when, as I said, uh, I, maybe there's a better way of using it. But um, yeah, right now I'm I'm not loving, I'm not I'm not in love with contrast at the moment. I think best on the on the vehicles, if you run through an airbrush, you'll get the color, but you won't get the benefit of what contrast does for the mm -hmm. model. It won't sort of appreciate and do all that stuff. Uh, I did just on a slightly side topic. Did pop into the my local games workshop, and they had a uh, storm talent or one of the marine flyers, and it had been done with the contrast. And I will say they gave on a very very good job, mm. but it was an absolute peg to paint. Apparently, with the contrast, like it, it, it wasn't very much of like the, the pudding or the splotchy areas, but you know there was still a few little bits you could look at and go, Ooh. yeah. What, what was it? Was it more the streaks then? Because I had problems. I did my Vindicator in um, Blood Angels Contrast, and that was horrific. That was so horrible, it, but it was just all streaky. Yeah. It was. It wasn't supposed to streaky. It was just like you got like occasional little pulls of it mm. or little tide marks because you know it was it is a very wet paint. It tends to dry, but it doesn't dry properly. It just dries enough to leave you with that darker area. So there was just a few little bits, but overall it was it was done quite nicely. Cool. So let's uh, move on to Dave and your terrain. Yeah, so in anticipation of getting on the tabletop and having a few games, I thought I'd better invest in a bit of terrain and something a bit more exciting. So this is my 
sector Imperialis Ruins, um, one of two packs that I've got, and I've got a Battle Sanctum on the way as well, um, sort of adds to the to the terrain for my games table. Um, I'm hoping that it's going to look quite Hell's Reachy because I've just, I think, either in the next one or um, you'll see, you know, this is my Primaris in the new terrain, and I've also painted Grimaldus as well. Um, I'm quite happy with how you come out, but um, I did feel like I rushed it a little bit. Um, but I've gone for quite a grim dark sort of look on him and his servitors, um, a nod to the Steel Legion with their attire. I don't know if you can see it in the back of that one. Um, but I tried to go quite grubby and grim dark on that one. Um, but yeah, I'm really glad that I've now got Grimaldus. Um, I've got. Hell, Hellbrecht is my next sort of model to, to put on and then I'll have um, a fairly good firstborn army with all of the Black Templar choices so yeah this is this is what I've been doing I haven't been doing too much breeding um, it's just really just prepping for when we can all meet up and actually go on the tabletop again mm-hmm. and this is just one of my more cinematic ones with my Primaris because I think they're the, my best painted models I'm quite happy with that <laughs> How how long did you spend painting the terrain, Dave? Because that's that's always been my bit with the terrain. Is like I have enough trouble painting models as it is. It's like painting terrain as well fills me yeah. with dread. So how, how how did you go about getting it done? So with this one, I um, bought it around about twelve o'clock, and then built it straight away, and then had all of it painted and done by the evening. So. It wasn't a huge amount of time, a fair few hours, don't get me wrong. Um, I tried to make it sort of like a bit of a marbly effect with it, um, but oh, it hasn't completely worked out. Um, but the dry brush and everything sort of made it come to life a bit more. So it's not, again, it's very tabletop standard. It's only going to be terrain. It's not going to yeah. be looked at in any detail. But um, So I didn't go overboard with it. But yeah, so a few hours overall to get it built and painted very cool i'm lo- looking good. forward to seeing it on the tabletop if that's what i've managed to do because obviously this this is the first set um and that's how they recommend you do it and then the second set that i've got um i've done slightly differently so they will look a bit different as well so hopefully it'll go quite well with the battle sanctum because i can't pick up any other sex imperialis terrain I've looked on eBay and the price on it is <clears> absurd um, I've gone on a few Facebook groups to see if anybody's got some old stuff they want to get rid of but everyone's asking for an arm and a leg and yeah after I told the missus I just spent all the money on battle saying so I don't think that <laughs> doing it all again on eBay is a good idea Surely with the amount of sprues that me and Tom are giving you you could build your own terrain like, oh, look how? At this. Yeah <laughs> You're saving that for an extension on his own house. Um, but I just don't really know what I'm going to do to it. And that's going to be quite a, an investment of time. So I want to get this done first for at least there's a decent terrain for the tabletop. And then, so I've got a fair a bit on the way as well. I've got the Battle Sanctum. I bought some 3D printed stuff, ruins and wreckages of tanks and stuff like that. So I'm hoping that when we can actually all meet up, then I'll have a, a decent sort of setup on there. The spruce will come. Yeah. Eventually. The spruce will come. <laughs> <laughs> Revenge of the spruce. 
Cool. I like your Grimaldis, mate. I thought you yeah. had quite a lot of detail when I zoomed in on the pictures before. I think it was pretty well done, mate, to be honest. Thank you. appreciate that. I, like, I mean, I, I put a lot more time into Grimaldis than I did the servitors. I think that's the point anyway, because I can't even find their data sheets anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> they'll just be, a they'll be under the stairs with the rest of it. Um, but yeah, no, thank you. I appreciate that. I mean, I don't know if I'm just sort of, he didn't match what I wanted him to match. Um, and I've seen there's a couple of other people who've done them to a really high standard. So I was hoping to sort of mimic that. Um, but I was not at the level to be able to do it yet. So, but yeah, he's come out all right. He's come out all right. Oh, he, he looks good, mate. All he's got to do is um, win some dice rolls and you'll be happy with him anyway. Yeah. You can always he's do the, it. Uh, Arcanium to give some bonks to some death guards and that'd be fine. Some bonks. <laughs> some bonks. bonks. This looks like it's just going to do some bonks, doesn't it? Yeah, he's bonks, that's, yeah. That's the technical term, isn't it? Yeah. In the codex. <laughs> it's got, it's, yeah, so it's written down. Yeah. Bonk <laughs> skill, four. <clears throat> right. Um, cool. Awesome. Uh, moving on. Oh, it's me. Um, I should know. I've made this PowerPoint. Um, so I haven't so actually got... Up. Yeah. I haven't actually got my hands on this yet, but um, my friend Bradley, uh, he is very kindly given me this um i think hopefully it'll be in the post soon um so it's obviously lord Philpheus and the taint co- cohort i haven't had anything to paint for ages like since the last pod when i finished um my last model i actually haven't painted i've been reading a lot but i haven't painted anything so hopefully by the time these come i won't have forgotten how to do it not that it matters because it all looks uh very slapped together anyway um, they, i was gonna say john are they just like, is that just like a unit of Chaos Space Marines, or is he a character, not named so character he, in the Codex? Uh, he's not named in the Codex now. I think what he has become is the Lord of Contagion, and that's how you can play him. Well, that's how uh, a lot of people play him. They either, either that or they turn him into a Terminator captain, because he'll come with a couple of Terminators, um, which is awesome, because I wanted some more anyway. Um, so I don't know. Obviously, I've already got a Lord of Contagion, so maybe I'll I'll do him up. Terminator style. Um, we'll see when, when when I've got my hands on them. I'm going to have a little bit more, invest some more time into seeing what other people have actually done with him uh, and how they play him and stuff. Uh, I actually think he's quite a cool looking model. Um, yeah, it looks cool. Yeah. What else was you going for, John? There was another. Was it the Lord of Virulence that you were looking at possibly? So yeah. So obviously, I went down to um, Games Workshop with Dave the other, uh, last week, um, and I was going to try and get a hellbrew if they had one in um and try something a bit different um but they're very low on death guard stock when we went in they had they had terminators they had plague marines they had pox walkers <clears throat> and i was tempted to get pox walkers but i wanted to get something different first before i overload on poxy boys um and the only thing they had that i didn't have was mortarian and i'm, I'm not buying a mortarian yet I'm not. I'm not doing that. I'm not going to ruin, ruin. Um, let's say Mortarian just yet, mate. I'll save it till the very end of my army. Um, but what I did pick up was the first two issues of Marnaeus Calgar's Marvel comic, um, and I wish I'd bought all f- the four that. They hit. I think he had the first four there. I wish I'd bought all four of them instead of just the first two, because I read them quickly and they're really good. Really good. Um, and there's there's six in the entire series. 
yeah, is that, that's what we're up to now, isn't it? Yeah, so um, you you inspired me, and I, I got out my old uh, comic app called uh, it's called Comicsology, mm-hmm. and it's just all digital. So I went yeah. and uh, read a few of them as well. But you can get the first six on there. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I, I with comics, I like to have them paper form. Same with like yeah. books and stuff. So, and I've never collected, um, I, I've never collected like single issues before. So I thought this would be something cool to do. Um, and obviously, I've got a bit of inspiration. Obviously, Tom, you've got um, the old school models, that massive stack. Oh, the, the Warhammer Hammer Monthly, yeah. yeah All, every uh, single one that was ever released, mate. And I got it ridiculously cheap on eBay a yeah. few years ago. Just put them away and then recently got them out. And the artwork's astounding. Like, the artwork on these looks pretty awesome as well. Yeah. But, yeah. That's it. I was like, obviously, yeah. I want to, I um, like you said, borrow the ones off of you and have a read of them. But also, it's sort of inspired me. I, I want to get these because one, one day it'll be like, hopefully... Um, something cool to have a whole collection of, um, yeah. and like if you like Marvel comics, like the artwork is um, exactly what you'd expect. It's really good all the way through. I know that some people have complained about um, a couple of things. I, I, I haven't got to that part yet, but I think he um, rips the head off of something far superior to himself. Lord, um, uh, yeah, yeah. I, well, I won't. Yeah. Say it. And because uh, 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 I've already, I've seen the back that people don't don't mm. like it, but I mean, it's good because it's got. I won't spoil it too much for anyone who wants to read it, but it's got like two stories going on. It's obviously Marnaeus has um, returned to his home planet, um, and obviously wait, waging war and defending it there. You also get the flashbacks to when he was a young boy, um, going through the trials to become a, a space marine and. And how he got there, and at the end of the second one, there's quite a nice twist as well. It's just quite an intrigue, and yeah, I really enjoyed it. So I'm definitely going to collect them. I'd recommend if you like comics, you like Warhammer, you like Space Marines. I would recommend it. I don't know about you, Shane. Yeah, I don't. Uh, no, I, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was a nice, nice little series. As I said, they're they're quite quick to get through. Mm. Nice, nice little bits of lore, some stuff I didn't know about um, Marnius Calgar at that point. So it's like it was good to have that kind of angle into him. And I think, yeah, it's it's like, okay, I think all of the more recent stuff from the Ultramarines, it gives me a bit more time for them, um, as opposed to the stuff where they were maybe a bit OP in the literature. Um, yeah. This is this was quite good. Cool. I'm definitely not the only one, because, yeah. And the artwork's amazing. Like You can just see from the cover, and it's like that all the way through. Yeah, no, it's very good. Yeah. We'll do a little swapsy then, John, next when we can officially meet and all that. I'll yeah, give you some of mine if you can lend me them. That'd be awesome. Yeah, cool. Cheers, yeah. and if the, if the interest's there, then um, maybe we'll get together and do a, an Omnis or a, an Archaeotech on them. Yeah, definitely, mate. Quickly, uh, shoot off. Give me uh, just a couple of seconds. Uh, <laughs> cool. Uh, so, rolling right along. Uh, Tom. Yo. So... Yeah, I've done actually done quite a lot since we last um, was on a podcast. Obviously, it's been quite a while. Um, so I built two sets of Assault Terminators, Blood Angels Assault Terminators, all with Thunder Hammers and Storm Shields, as you can see on the top there. That's uh, five of them. Uh, then on the bottom, I've done another load of uh, Assault Intercessors. I've actually got, I think, another three lots of them to do since I bought that um, Indomitus set. Mm. So I've got one set painted up of five, and then these five are going to be my next ones for the batch painting. And obviously, as you can see at the front, I've got another captain and another lieutenant as well. Um, Because I did, I I think, I'm think I'm going to start playing 
um, a couple of lieutenants in, in each of my um, armies from now on. Because I think in some of the battalions, if you've got a lieutenant, you can add another one on without him taking up a HQ position, which I recently learned. So I'm going to start doing that. Um, so, yeah, that, this is the boring part. Obviously, I haven't got around to painting them yet, but I've got quite a few built and ready. Mm. <clears throat> so then you have painted these ones. So, yeah, that, they was my, um, take, like we were talking about before, these are my, like, tabletop standard. Really went through these as quick as I could batch painting so you've got the three blade guard veterans at the front and the obviously the five assault intercessors um it was horrible i'm, I'm sort of like i love painting characters um anything that's a unique model or anything like that but like shane i this sort of batch painting does not interest me hi tom <laughs> so passionate about it <laughs> i hate batch painting i'm not talking about it i'm gone <laughs> We, we got up to the bit where you said uh, you hate batch painting. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, so I, I do despise it. Um, but after I'd done, this is the first time I've ever done any form of batch painting. And you do, you do get that, obviously, you get that sort of little sense of satisfaction after you've completed it, just simply because you know now you've got a painted army. And I have got the thousand points um, to actually use in, in quite a decent little army now. So I'm glad I got through them. Uh, but like I say, you can see by looking at them, a few of them haven't got lenses yet. And there are, if I want to touch them up, then I'll have to go back to them at some point. Uh, just painted the bases, basic Avalon Sunset, I think it's called. Um, normally I'll put, you know, something on the base, but I just thought you know, there's no point, is there? Just get them ready um, mm. and I can do all the rest of the stuff later. So, yeah, that was that. And uh, right, so this, I was really happy with this. I know it's only a small detail. But on the eradicators, I'm trying to perfect my metallic armor look. So obviously, as you can see, that's what I spray them with, which is plate metal army painter. And the Blood Angels contrast, out of all the contrasts I've used, does go on really well on a on a space marine. So I think this is the best it's turned out so far, the actual metallic look. So quite oh, looking so forward that, to doing that, the rest of them. I was going to say, so that's contrast on top of the plate metal? Yeah. Oh, nice. I, yeah, I didn't so, realize you were using uh, contrast over the top. Yeah, that's really good. Mm. Yeah, so that's 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 how I, I, I saw it somewhere a while back. Um, there was someone called Ross Kernison or something on Instagram, one of the people I follow, who does Alpha Legion. And that's where I saw it, that he uses that contrast over the silver, or you can use gold as well. Um, but I thought the silver looks a little bit better for me. <clears throat> and on the right-hand side there, you can see my Vindicare Assassin, which is a, a really, really... In I love this model, mostly because of... Co I know combat cards again. But um, he's one of the ones I use most on, yeah. on, uh, for the Servants of the Emperor. And I had to get that figure. And it's, uh, I've now, I own three of them now. So I've got Vindicare, Culexus, and Eversaw. Still need to get the Calidus one. But um, this one I have painted. <clears throat> and there he is, in all his glory, standing in loads of grass because I couldn't be bothered to paint the base. <laughs> Just pulled off the grass <laughs> everywhere. Um, but yeah, I, I enjoyed um, painting him. As you can see, I didn't do him in just the regular black with the white sort of visor. I thought I'd do go along with the Blood Angels theme. And I tried to put in the effect of, it's like the shimmering effect of a stealth suit sort of changing from the original black assassin um, look into the his Blood Angels gear, which I, in my mind, um, he would wear around the Blood Angels, you know, just to say like, you know, I'm sort of on your side. And then when he goes away, straight, looks like an assassin again. His suit just flashes and changes uh, to another colour. That's why I attempted, because I know Dave tried it with some of his cloaks for his 
eliminators. So that's where I got my inspiration from. Um, it was quite difficult to do. Uh, and there are a few little bits and pieces. I'll go back and try and add some depth to the mm. lines and the colour. But yeah, I'm quite happy with it overall. I dry brushed the gun with some silver and I think that set off the gun quite well. <clears throat> yeah, he's nice. Yeah, I love it. It's pretty good. Looks really good. Thank you very much. And then this is actually, I. this is another thing. I, when, Dave, you've done your um, in, in Sector Imperialis, was it? Yeah. I zoom. I zoom when I was zooming into the pictures of that. You didn't. You sort of wish. I know it sounds. I'm not trying to be horrible when I say this, but you made it purposefully wishy washy to look like marble, didn't you? Yeah. Sort of a marbly yeah. effect. So that's what I done. I left all, um, how it was um, with the undercoat, which is, was also the silver undercoat, and I just literally put a bit of um, bone color on, just a bit of bit bit of um, smeary bone color, and then I just washed it with Agrax, and it looks really good. So it's more inspiration from Dave. Oh, I'm never going to live this down. But, um, <laughs> two in one model. But yeah, I like the way that came out as well. So I was pretty happy with it all around. Dave, you've done a really good model there, man. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> um, cool. And wow. We, what, what, what's it been? Four, five episodes since we've had Glenn actually provide <laughs> us with a model? And when I ask for pictures, this is the quality that we receive. <laughs> Look, I wanted to prove that I had actually painted the model. It wasn't just something that I'd gone, oh, I'd pull something off the internet just to make it seem like I've actually done something. So, so you yeah. show us your bogeys, yeah? <laughs> I will have you know that nose is clean. It is trim. It is good. Still talking about your bogey. He spent more time on his nose than he did on that model. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, well, you get the light not great on that one. No, but um, yes. <laughs> you did come through in the end. Yes. Uh, so, um, because you guys have been criticised me a little bit, mostly in the group chat, uh, that I don't have anything done, and both Dave and John came up with different suggestions whenever they, I said I'd I work whenever I have a deadline, so I can't remember which one was which. Someone said, oh yeah, paint five models for the next pod I went a little bit over and tried to get a full squad of 10 done uh, and a captain I didn't get them mm. finished but you know they're all the base colours on they're washed so just need to go around and do do my highlights now uh, and I just went with the, the squad of Crimson Fists because mm. they're one of my old chapters that I used to play with whenever it was uh Pedro Cantor and a lot of Stern Guard in Land Raiders. That was the way to run a Crimson Fist army. It was a horrible army to play against because everyone was just jumping out with combi melters and eradicating anything that got in front of them. Mm. Um, so yeah, mm. and I've been putting a little bit of thought into the, the thousand points for whenever we finally get around to doing our meeting up and actually having some games. Still not 100% set on it. But I've got a few different armies because I know I started the guard right at the start of this uh, series, and uh, it's just they haven't grabbed me. I've stopped painting them and I've not gone back to them, so I'm looking at alternatives. I don't know if I carry on with the Marines. I might have a look at going back to my Admech army with the new Codex coming out. Obviously, it's exciting times for them or. You know, I've got a lot of chaos stuff sort of painted at various stages of being painted, so I'd go back to finishing up them. Just haven't quite decided yet. I'm still at the 
the list building stage for uh, choosing that thousand points. We're going to have to um, work out an actual date when we're going to get together and then yeah. put the pressure on. Yeah, yeah, because like last time I did a full army was for the going to a tournament, and that was very much it has to be painted or you're not playing. Okay, mm. that's pressure. If it's just uh, try and get something done by this date, yeah, I'm not going to get that done. In that case, I hereby announce the first official Iron and Ceramite tournament, which is when we all meet up. There you go. All right, you've announced it. What's the time frame? (laughs) (laughs) There's nothing more than that. This is just me announcing nonsense, really. Um, But no, when we come up with a date, I've made, um, I I showed um, John and Dave from Messenger, I've made trophies as well. (laughs) But yeah, we'll get to that another day, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. Oh, sorry, I offered that one. Not that again. (laughs) Um, And obviously, it wouldn't be our podcast if we didn't say, we've all been playing um, combat cards, except Dave, because I don't think you've moved up, have you, since I ever took you? No, not really. I lost interest after that. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm no longer on one. I have noticed that Shane is above me, and I find this absolutely outrageous. Yeah, you must have had a that. very, very quiet day yesterday with not a lot to do because no, your numbers have jumped up a lot. Normally, normally I'll just sneak ahead, um, but I was like, no, I'm going I'm to try and put some ground between us this time around. But you, you, you've, you've come back, so I'm, I'm expecting it not to last. Yeah, um, no, I, I'll, I'll put you back in your place soon enough. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Oh, and this is uh, an oversight on my part. So obviously... Um, we hit a thousand followers on Instagram, and then just as a sort of thank you, we did a, a little giveaway. Um, and Tom, I, I haven't put the, the pictures in here, but obviously it's already on uh, our Instagram and has been for a while. Um, Tom, you kept bashed a space wolf lieutenant, didn't you? Um, yeah, just I thought I'd put to put um, sort of a bit of a unique look on him. So he's got the the wolf claws out and all that, mm-hmm. and he can be yeah playable as an eighty point. Um, space fourth lieutenant who's got all yeah. the, uh, the the cloak on the fur cloak and all that so yeah it's, it's a legitimate model it can be played Chinese is it? Chinese yep. <laughs> we'll take, we'll take. cool right yeah so um... so the model yeah yeah and so that's playable and obviously we now have a winner yeah as uh, Dave bravely went on Instagram live alone and announced the winner <laughs> Um, how did that go, do? <laughs> yeah, no. Well, <laughs> the second time went really well, <laughs> so and we'll, and we'll leave it at that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Roshi Newton from Instagram. This is Instagram handle for anyone who wants to check him out and wants to see what he does with the model eventually. Um, he was our winner. We'll be sending that off shortly to him. And I'm definitely looking forward to see what he can uh, can do with it because a lot of his models on his page mm. are really good. So. Yeah, I think it'd be interesting. So your mistake, Dave, didn't have anything to do with me, you and John being up till one thirty in the morning drinking, playing death the night like before then, no? No, it was, no, nothing to do with it, frankly. Rolling out of bed 20 minutes before the live. Yeah. We'd be scrambling time together. No, no. That was nothing to do with it. I felt like death, and then uh, that really that brought me back to life, mate. That was hilarious. Especially <laughs> when you announced it, and I was like, I was just looking on it, and I was like... Yeah, you need to do this again. <laughs> uh, I think I got away with it. Right. Yeah, man. Got away with it. Yeah. 
Um, cool. Right. So, like we mentioned, we'll blast through this next part. Um, so, we just had Warhammer Fest. Um, we pretty much did a video, apart from day one, uh, we did a video a day, and we weren't all in all of them. Um, so, now, finally, we're all back together. We're just going to go through um, most of what was announced and just give very quick sort of uh, thoughts and feelings about some, some of the stuff. Um, so, we'll jump into it straight away. Um, obviously, day one and the mystery day was uh all for age of sigma so i mean cool looking model we if, if you've been paying attention we're not very um heavy on the age of sigma knowledge and and stuff but um does anyone actually know much about um kragnos glenn do you know anything about the guy uh no that's a new one on me um i must admit i didn't get a chance to watch the the warmer one so i only watched the the remaining days mm. so yeah i think from what little bit i read he's sort of like kind of almost god level power he's yeah. quite a an intimidating character on the tabletop but aside from that yeah not a clue <clears throat> uh, a model though earthquake god that's uh mm. that's what he is it's all about um earthquakes apparently uh but yeah demigod sort of level is there, is there any particular army he fights for that any of you know or is it just like chaos oh, or good or no I'd have to find that out oh, I, I would imagine he's in the chaos side of things but hmm. uh, I don't know I don't know how it works sure. I don't know how it works for Age Sigma though because they're all like it, back in the old fancy days it was like you know you had your dwarves and your wood elves and your high elves and your dark elves and like the undead and stuff like that whereas now they've almost got sub-factions which can fight together but also separately so you've got like mm. vampire lords or uh the they are like wood elves but they're not like he could fit into one of those things like rather than being um chaos he might be in like the, the earth powers which is like i can't remember what they're called they're not wood elves but they've, they've got another name now mm. Definitely yeah, cool just, yeah he, he, he's cool like it, it, even not not knowing anything it, it looks like a good centerpiece um, and then we'll roll on then into the new um, Soulblight Grave Lords that they announced. And again, I don't know, Glenn, you know much about these guys? Again, it's a new, a new sort of race to Age of Sigmar that I'm not hugely familiar with, but obviously mm. its name kind of alludes to it. It's along the, the vampire lines. So there's probably five or six different undead sort of armies now that you can have uh, and they all sort of come under the one umbrella of the death alliance or the legions alliance legions whatever yeah. whichever one it is um, yeah so you know nice looking models but they don't hugely excite me because they're not something that I use or I'm familiar with do you reckon you could um, get away with kit bashing those dire wolves in any way Shane and added them just to the space wolfy army. I think because I suppose that, I suppose partly because you already get um, Fenrisian wolves as models. Yeah, uh, there probably probably wouldn't be much need for it. But because these are dire wolves as well, and they're the undead, like they've got like janky you bits, see, like yeah. you've got the ribs and half their faces missing and stuff like that. So maybe, but I'd probably just buy the uh, Fenrisian wolves and stick yeah. with those. Well, when your um, force eventually <clears throat> turns to Nurgle, they'd be some good wolves to have. Indeed, no yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, and then we move on to the mystery day with sort of the last things that were announced. Obviously, um, the big announcement obviously was, is it um, Age or version three, edition three coming out for Age yeah. of Sigma, uh, along with these models. <clears throat> say that, uh, John. Say that again. How do you say that model's name? Indrasta. Okay. Yeah. Been practicing. Yeah, Someone's been practicing. Hey. <laughs> like, what's, we, what's the... Sorry. Sorry, God. I want to hear you say it one more time. The Empress uh, Children Eidolon. Captain. I do the Eidolon. I still couldn't get that right. Um, although we did um, the first part of Legion the other day, and I don't think I did too badly for a change. I think that was no, my least um, stumbly well. episode. Yeah, pretty good. Practice. <laughs> Um, yeah, and then obviously there's the Vindicator and the Annihilator um, on the right-hand side. Um, they remind me, the faces of the Blood Angels um, armor. The death, the death mask. Yeah. Yeah, very much. Yeah. I do like the body, actually, of them. I just We've said it on the podcast we did about that. I just didn't like yeah. the uh, the head. I think once they swapped it, there was another photo after that on the actual... Yeah. On the um t- on the stream, and they looked a lot better yeah. when they swapped the head plumes. out. From, yeah, yeah, with the plumes and the bits and pieces. Oh, they, had yeah. a, they had all the different color palettes as well, didn't they? And some of the yeah. guys without the the uh, sort of face mask on. And um, yeah, that they're, they're cool models, Sigmarines, as, as they're called. And uh, I think as we talked about it when we did this one, um, Indrasta like set herself up for uh, any number of uh, Celestine kit bashes. Yeah, cool. Right, so if you are an Age of Sigmar fan, hopefully we haven't offended you too much of our lack of knowledge. Um, and we'll move swiftly on to... Everyone will be surprised. <laughs> um, so this was the first day mm-hmm. for 40k. Um, we've got some cool terrain uh, and then the next book for Warzone Charadon or Charadon. Um and I think along with that came a new model. Um, particular favourite for you, Glenn? It's a very nice model. Yeah. But it's sort of, I kind of missed or didn't really take in um, the full uh, benefits of the, the new book that's coming as well. Because I like a big army, a themed army, anything that I can add various different bits and pieces to. And that, with that book coming out and letting me take demons with my Chaos Marines army, like not just yeah some blood letters and stuff that like you can actually take a proper mixed army i'm thinking about it i've got properly excited about that book uh whereas before i was just sort of like oh new models but yeah it's just a different way of playing has really uh got the the, the brain juices flowing mm. well look at that melee as well Blimey. yeah he's a beast isn't he Mm-hmm. Uh, cool and then obviously the um, <clears throat> new codex here and the new models for them I've got to say I do, I do like the new uh, I've never been into Sisters of Battle yeah. but the new models that are coming out lately I think really look a lot better in my opinion for myself mm-hmm. If I, I mean if, I don't know you was liking them Dave weren't you to possibly yeah, go I alongside your I did you also in the shop the other day um, yeah, I just think they're mm. awesome. I really like the new models. I like the obviously 
Black Templars and Sisters will go, go together quite well. So I will definitely pick some up in the future, but <laughs> I'm sticking to my terrain for the time being. It's very exciting. <laughs> I think the law's getting stronger for them as well. I love the uh, the fact that they've got a High Lord of Terror now that, uh, that that you can run. I think that's, yeah. that's, that's a nice touch. And on those, those units that you've just on the previous slide... I love the uh, like the pistols built into the shields. I think we talked yeah. about them on the pods as well. Yeah, yeah. Very nice touch. Very nice touch. Yeah. These war suits, cool. And then a couple more characters. And then my favourite model. Oh yeah, this is by nice. far. Yeah. Cool. I look forward, Dave. I hope you do um, pick up a, a sister's contingent for the crusade. Yeah. Yeah. They would definitely really go with, with your guys. I mean, look at that. It's cool. Uh, and then we move into something that um, in the podcast just before, when we were talking about what we wanted, um, Glenn come up with a touch. <laughs> and there's some nice yeah. looking models there. Yeah, there was, a, there was a definite scramble to get onto that pod to talk about that one. <laughs> and I, when, when we was watching it, I was like texting. I was like, "Glenn, you've you've got to come on this one now. We can't do it without you." Yeah, yeah, very nice. Like it's not just the the models themselves and that book. I want that book. I will sell a kidney for it if I must, um, because it's going to be a limited edition, and that's going to be the price they're going to end up. Um, but yeah, it's just nice to see some of the old um, old characters getting. A little bit of love as well, considering it was a series that I thought we'd finish with a couple of years ago. Mm. Well, and, and you're getting a whole new anthology with some more stories for it as well. So you've got the models and another book. So what was it? You're on uh, 15 reads through book one. We make that 16, and then you can include. Well, this. I won't include a reread for this because this is, like you say, it's an anthology, yeah. but it's it's not part of the main I don't think it's going to be um, about the ghosts either I think it's like a sort of different regiments and things that are going on yeah uh, so yeah because they've done a, a, another anthology like that before uh, I think it was Savat Crusade I think it was called um, yeah so it was, it was where they introduced some different units and things Um don't get me wrong, I'll still read it, but it's not uh, a requiring a, an entire series reread just to read that one. And they're really um, pumping the law on this about war, aren't they? Because you've got these ones as well, and um, they're all tied in. Yeah, they look good. Um, I mean, we've covered this, so we won't we won't linger too much. Uh, and then we've got the next um, step in the Siege of Terror which is 10 years away from me getting to it. <laughs> uh, They're all big ambitious. books for Sage books, but that yeah. is a thick-looking book, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. And then I think the, the selling point for this is it's a, it's a rematch between Mortarian and Jagatai Khan. Um, so good stuff there, hopefully. Is this going to be where he's riding the land better? I have no idea, mate. Because <laughs> I, I know there is something in the Siege of Terror, where Jagatai does come out through the gates riding a Land Raider. But I don't know if it's this part of the story or if it's some other part. I'm curious to see if that's um, in the books or whether it's just a little bit of, yeah, ridiculous story that 
used to be canon and there's no kind of, yeah, it's a bit daft. Uh, I don't know. I think they could pull it off. Oh, it'd be epic. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Uh, and then jumping away from um, sort of the heresy and other stuff, we're going to go ground it down a little bit more um, with the Warhammer crime um, series and anthologies that they're, they're bringing out. And they seem to be investing quite heavily into this now as well. Um, Definitely something I'm looking to read them books. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. I'll be picking these up, definitely. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, um, so the final ones, we have um, Traitor Rock, which is after, this is the um, survivors, or some, some survivors from Cadia, um, and a new series that they're <laughs> going to span from that. And then in the middle, something that I'm looking forward to picking up is about this... Um, crew of a tank it's like fury set in 40k so that's going to be awesome uh and then on the end we have um the twisted king which is obviously necron i want to say necron lord being woken up as they're being invaded by orcs um so that'll be pretty cool reading be yeah, interesting to see and see it from a, a xenos perspective mm. so yeah yeah just sort of be very strange because you just um, from the little that I know about them, you just think of them as uh, Terminators really with not too much going on but obviously they're a lot more complex than that aren't they so sort of the thought process to him waking up to the greenskins attacking I think that would be quite a good dynamic another book to add to the uh, <laughs> pile um, cool um, so that was um, the Black Library Day as well uh, and then we had box sets um, so we have a bit more for the um, Sigma era with um, Diet Chasm. Yep. Uh, and they released the new warband that you can get. Uh, was this the fight? They said this is the, the final one to complete the series. Yeah. yeah. Of this of this season. And, and then... that crab blew up the internet. <laughs> <laughs> Set yeah. the internet alight. <laughs> Everyone went mental for it. Crab hammer. Again, if you're if you're, I mean, they're cool models. Probably a cool faction to play. Again, we don't really know too much, so we won't um, insult anybody too much. I've, I've played a few games of uh, Warhammer Underworlds. It's a it's an interesting little game. It's an interesting little system, and it doesn't take that long. And everything you need is in that box. So mm. your entire warband is what you see on the screen. Plus, right. you get your cards for your actions and stuff like that. So it's. It's a nice little system. I would just like to see some kind of because it's on a small scale. I'd like to see some kind of like character development, like you get in, like your Necromunda or your Blood Bowl or stuff like that, like the the RPG element. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's it's a nice little tank killer. You knock a game out in about half an hour. Oh, okay. And then it was um, Necromunda. As well, they got a, a new faction or an up, uh, updated faction uh, with some pretty decent looking models as well. And that's, obviously, their new rule book. That's definitely something I want to get into in the commander. Yeah. Going back to when I was talking about them, um, Warhammer Monthly comics, there's um, a little some little snippet stories in there of Cal Jericho, um, yeah. who's quite a known character. And I've been reading through them, and just the panache about him and the, the way he is really makes me want to read 
more Necromunda and maybe even get into the game because he's a really cool little character in that bounty hunter he is. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Uh, and then the other one, which I, I, I quite like as well, um, like the look of anyway, again, another sort of contained small board game. <clears throat> um, and they've released the new box set, Wrath of Angels. Um, and this is the, obviously the new Marines versus the Eldar, or Eldari ships that have all come out. Uh, yeah, so unless anyone's got anything more they want to add to this that we haven't already covered, we'll move on to the last day of Warhammer 40k and the, the new Cadian shop troops um, with a lot more customization, he- heads and arms and weapons and all sorts of things, um, just to give them a bit more depth. And then the Beast Snaggers, which are <laughs> some awesome looking models. <clears throat> and then, what, what was this guy? He was um, kicked out, exiled, because he was looking after the... He's a, he's a runt herd, runt and he uh, put too much stock and faith in the power of runts mm. and uh, grots and the like. And so he was... Um, yeah, singled out and kind of uh, excised by a main orc society. And what was he, that? This one? He, he's using his hair. Is, you said it was like a squig implant, or it's like, like a living animal that makes makes it look like he's got hair. Is that yeah, right? Yeah, he stapled it to his head. Yeah, yeah. yeah you'll see the staples in there. That's what all orcs have because they don't actually grow any hair. So if you see an orc with hair, it's a squig. <laughs> Mental. Uh, and then this guy's huge. Yeah. He's cool. I liked him. He's a very nice model. The fact that he's got a Top Gunner, yeah, just makes makes that model. <laughs> um, yeah, um, cool. So that was everything that was announced that we've already covered elsewhere. Uh, and then we'll just finish off with stuff that's just been announced. Um, obviously, there's been quite a lot, so we'll just touch on a couple of things that we've picked up, um, as we've already mentioned. The new Admec Codex yep. um, and accompanying dice. And then the model set as well. Um, anybody who knows much about uh, Admec want to tell us about what we can see here? Yeah, so you've got the well, the model on the right is the, the sadly the only new model we're getting in this range, but they have sort of drip fed in <laughs> other. Um, sort of additional units with the flyers and the uh, the writing on mechanical bold type things that I can't remember the name of now. But yeah, so you've got your HQ, your troops choice, two troops choice actually with the destroyers in the back, which are strangely troops choices. And um, then the dune crawler, which is a lot of different weapon options. Uh, I've, I've got a nice little Admec army at the minute, unfortunately everything that's on that screen is uh, what I've already got. So that box, not that exciting for me, <laughs> apart from the, the one new guy on the right. Mm. Um, but yeah, new codex, new rules. Getting uh, excited about that one. But I think it's a good little box set, like value-wise, I believe. Most of the time, the, the combat patrols are quite good value. They've really... Um... Must have heard everyone complaining that there's not enough crabs because they've made the uh, June Caller very crabby. 
keep the theme going. Um, yeah, cool. So, and then for Blood Bowl players, they've released uh, a new character, Frank Einstein. Um, well, I think you know. that's, what, that's what it's called. He's like a mix really? of two. Yeah, I, I, re- I was uh, watching it. He said he's a, I can't remember exactly, but it's like a mix of two um, people or whatever mashed together. Uh, and then I think you can play him with a couple of different teams. He like, used uh, to be able to play him as a human or undead. Right, okay. Uh, yeah. If you look back at some of the old model names for Blood Bowl, they good. were... They, they, you say good, they're awful. No, no, <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah, they're, they're good in that, like, oh, Christ, kind of way. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, and then for anyone that's um, playing any 30K or Horse Heresy, um, here's a couple of, I think, they're new Imperial Fist models. Um I just I wanted to throw in just to sort of compare these marines to like forty k marines because um, they look a lot more um, I don't know knightly traditional knightly yeah, um, yeah. A bit more buffed up but I think they're, they're some really cool looking models. So I'm not sure, but yeah. I'm assuming they're the sword brethren day while they the beginning of I know they're imperial fists, but they've obviously got the logo on the front of the shield. From the Templar. Yeah, I assume there's some sort of yeah Templar-esque thing going on with them. Both of them have got the uh, Maltese cross, so yeah, I think they're all from. I don't know too much about them, if I'm honest. But... No, but I, I just want to throw them in because they look they look awesome. Yeah, they're, yeah. they're just a uh, standard HQ characters, but like beautiful models. Mm. Uh, cool, right, and I suppose the main feature that we've all been waiting for uh, was yesterday's announcement um, of um, the new Warhammer animation, and obviously, as I want to click on it, with some dramatic effect, my keyboard does stop working, uh, so there we go, cool, <laughs> finally, failed me, right, right on the last hurdle, um, did anybody watch the preview that they did? Yeah, on on Twitch. Yeah, I, yeah. I had a quick. I, I watched. I didn't watch it live. I watched it back. Yeah, I, I watched it um, late last night, and I watched it just before we we recorded today as well. Just so I was fresh. But I mean, it's exciting. Like if you if you've liked anything that you've seen on YouTube um, previously, obviously they've obviously. Um, paid them off or told them like, stop making it yourself and, and come and work for us like as you can see like the main one that everyone is looking forward to is going to be a start is too um, but I mean I, as soon as I saw it I was just like you know okay fine just tell me how much it is and take my money <laughs> exactly <laughs> but I'll tell you what the this is the problem I have with the internet and you get the, all these uh, everyone's got their opinion Everyone's so angry already. They haven't even really said anything. They've said, here's what we've got. Yeah, all right, Warhammer Plus is where it's going to be. But they've told us nothing about price or how it's going to work. And there's some really angry people out there that are already screaming, oh, you're ruining the hobby for me. What's that? Like, really? Are they, are, they angry that. are they angry they're not getting it for free on YouTube? Is that what they're angry about? Yeah. Because like, obviously people are – it's one of the things – People are saying, oh, well, this is how a lot of people got hooked into the hobby is finding it on YouTube. You're taking away um, 
avenues to get new people in. And I was like, well, fine. That's that's going to be a very small amount of people. That like a starty. I think you need to type in a starties for that to have popped up. I also don't. I I disagree with them. It's yeah. just because this stuff is the official. There's always going to be people out there that want to make their own stuff and want to do things and yeah. do fan yeah. projects. Mm-hmm. And for like the the guys that made the starties as an example, yeah, you know what. Like for them, this is like a, an amazing mm. end goal, right? To be working, the, you know, the, the the mothership, as it were, yeah. and producing content, and maybe being paid, you know, hopefully being paid well directly for them. You know, yeah. surely that's. I I don't think these people are putting themselves in their position. No. Like if yeah. that was if that was you and you got offered all this money to work for, like you say, the, this massive company yeah. who is only going to make your programs better and give you the funding you need to develop it more. Then it's a no-brainer, isn't it? Well, yeah. I mean, everybody, everybody loved the Starties. Everyone loved, uh, well, I'm assuming everyone loved the Hell's Reach that we had on YouTube. Uh, and then you think the thing that came out officially, I haven't seen it, but the Ultramarines movie, all you hear is people complain about it. So you get people that are creative and want to bring stories out. All right, fine. You can't do it for free anymore, but come work for us. Don't stick it on YouTube. We'll pay you and we'll do it. and We'll all make some money together. I, I don't think Games Workshop would have even told them not to do it. I don't think it was that. No. I think they went to because you're still going to get those stuff. I think the, yeah. the you know the the Astaris people. I think they could have kept going. Yeah. Like it's not. I don't think it's a case of Games Workshop saying don't do it anymore. Yeah. I think it's a case of you know you've done it really well. Come on board. Yeah, I mean, because I, I I only noticed this because obviously it came out and t- t- typical using the Iron and Ceramite on um, Instagram. Just a couple of comments. Just why not and i was like awesome this looks great can't wait and someone literally went oh you can't wait for them to ruin the hobby you can't like you can't wait for them to try and um find another way to make the hobby too expensive so i, I literally i just went well don't subscribe to it enjoy the hobby your way and then i basically got told to go fuck myself uh so i was like cool i will i'm gonna i'm gonna subscribe i'm sure 90 percent of the fan base yeah. will who can afford it I think the issue that a lot of people have said about is you look at the app, the subscription on the app, and that is poor. The app's poor. So I think a lot of people are conflating the two that because that was a subscription that GW just released, then this is also going to be not worth it. So I think we're going to have to wait and see. I mean... Yeah. I think you've got a point, mate. If it if it does go down the same way as the app and this was made as poorly as that, then they would have a point, but yeah. they don't know yet. That's the problem. Exactly, they yeah. But I think it's quite typical people just always thinking the worst and whinging rather than just getting a bit excited for it. Uh, I think they said June 21st is when they'll make some more announcements about hows and wheres. And then it's, I think it's July, Angels of Death is the first one that we're getting. Um, and the other thing is people will say, oh, you want us to pay because we don't even know you want us to pay a monthly subscription for 10 shows. Well, they've already said on the stream, this is just the first wave and these aren't just one episode. Like, so we'll get into it. Angels of death is a 10 part series and they're all at least 10 minutes long. Whether it's any and good they need or not. to start it somewhere as well. They have to study. There's no point in them making a hundred shows and then yeah. having it be a failure and they've spent all that money. Exactly. Um, but, I'm excited and we'll do a quick run through of what everything is just so um, I don't know, like you say, you haven't seen it. So um, the first one that they did was um, Black Talon uh, and that is from Age of Sigmar and it's based on the Stormcast Eternals and it's going to be 
based on uh, a character called Huntress or Sigma's Huntress. I can't remember the character's actual name, um, but that's going to be um, that. So if it, if you're into Age of Sigma, so already it's not just a 40k thing; it, it, it's everything. Um, I don't know if you picked anything else up from that one, Shane. No, not. I mean the the, the announcement itself. They weren't. They didn't give too much away for much of it other than no. you know they were each one was only like you know a few a few seconds a few seconds of stuff it was just yeah. more than speaking over the the top of it so yeah. I, I think the one thing i would take away or my takeaway from it is that i am i i liked all of it whether it was uh 40k or or, or sigma age of sigma i was like i was i was all of it looked good so i'm uh, even though i don't play sigma I'm still going to check that out because I yeah, think it'd be quite cool. And I think there'll be ways in for people to get into the law perhaps, but uh, yeah, I, I still thought it looked good. Yeah. Um, then you have the next one is iron within. And they said, that's going to be like iron war based on the iron warriors. Um, and they're like still stewing over what happened to them during the Horus heresy. Uh, and they're trying to wreak some revenge. Um, next one, Dave altar of wrath. Um, this is Black Templars versus Necrons. Mm. Yeah, that should be interesting. Yeah. Uh, the next one, I actually really like the sound of the way they described it. High Lords. Um, so this is like a, a political thriller uh, on terror. Um, and it's like going to be half of the High Lords are corrupt. And then you've got the other half of, or however many, are actually trying to make things work. And you're going to see a lot of like, how people actually live. So you've got the, the High Lords who are living it up, and then the people, they said, um, for example, to survive are licking moss off the underside of machines, like, as the only source of sustenance when you've got these people living in, like, palaces and stuff. And then, obviously... Out of all of them there, that's yeah. the one I, I want to look... Uh, he, he, obviously, a start is going to be great, but, yeah. Yeah, like you said, actually getting into something completely different with, you know, not all the bolt upon we always see. Yeah, um, you know, actually getting to know what's going on behind the scenes that really yeah. interests me. Plus, they mentioned assassins as well, so that can only be there. You go there, gruesome, yeah. Um, and then you've got broken lance. That's going to be like a, an ancient um, imperial knight household. And then in the old days, some of the, their families split and turned to chaos. And then coming back into whatever time it's in um, is the family sort of um, reaping what, what they sowed. Uh, and, and coming back against each other. So you're going to see some knights going at it. Uh, Hammer and Bolter anthology series. This is going to be 40K and Age of Sigmar. Uh, loads of stories, loads of different animation types, and they're all like self-contained one-off episodes. Uh, they mentioned Space Wolves. They mentioned Sister, Sisters of Battle, and they also mentioned Orcs. So that, I mean, you imagine, it's like a what-if anthology, isn't it? Like, you name it. I mean, there are books. Like, that is an actual anthology like, in book form as well that I've oh, got behind me on my shelves. Yeah, Hammer okay. and Bolter. So is and it, I think it went on to come be... out of that? Um, maybe, um, yeah. unless it's just like a new way of them doing it and keeping it up. Um, but there was uh, an, on, uh, an online one, I think, which was Hammer and Bolter. Yeah. You could register. I'm not sure if they still do that or not. But... Could they do a Hammer and Bolter graphic novel as well? Or am I mixing that up with something else? Potentially. The one I've got is just like an anthology in a book. Yeah, no, I've, I've, seen sure. it. I've seen the... Um... The, the book as well and it's it's got some really good interesting stories it's like you say it's a bit of everything um it might have been a graphic novel in there as well so it'd be interesting That'd to see if cool. they if they if they just pulled the stories from that or like you say if it's going to be their new way of continuing hammer and bolter 
Tamar Boulder's been around for a long time now mm. as a as a title okay. for them to work around. Cool. Um, cool. Uh, Astartes too, we've mentioned it. It's going to be more of the same. Um, like the, When they did the announcements, they were only a couple of seconds each, and when they had the, the title card up, you just heard like a line from the show. But for Astartes too, it was just heavy footsteps on metal. So uh, I think it's going to be another more of what we loved. Um, interrogator sounds cool as well. Uh, so you're going to join um, an interrogator following the death of the Inquisitor that he served. Um, and he's got to like, come to terms with his failure. And it's meant to be like a really dark tale of him trying to get his life back in order and, and sort of repent for his sins and, and stuff like that. So another uh, grim, dark, sad tale that's going to be pretty cool. Um, and then the Exodite, I think that was one that we saw during um, Warhammer Fest where they showed a little clip of the um, Tau stealth team um, and then we join them in battle against the Imperium, and then they're going to have to deal with the arrival of some Eldari. Um, and then going all the way back to beginning of ninth, when we got the advert, the, the video trailer for Indominus, Pariah Nexus sounds awesome because that trailer was epic. And seeing the um, Marines and the Sisters of Battle going up against the Necrons. This is going to be a continuation directly from that. Um, so, and I think like the characters we saw in that trailer are the characters we're going to be seeing in this again. So, and if it looks as good as it did back then, like, yeah, I'm definitely going to watch that one. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah. Uh, and definitely then, got a good mix here, though, haven't they? They've literally got a bit of everything going yeah. on. And well, where's the nice uh, shiny rainbows and butterflies one? You know. Oh, there'll be one for some of that. That'll be the orcs, wouldn't it? Surely, happy well, orcs. Uh, out. See, you need a need a comedy in there. That's he said, the orcs. They, he said, um, um, I think I don't know if it was Hammer and Bowl or one of them. He said like there was one that he watched that was like pure, like genuine emotion, and the other one he was laughing out loud watching. So I think we are getting a bit of everything. Um, but that's just obviously they're they're, they're selling a bit. I mean, they've sold me on it. Uh, and then the last one was Angels of Death, which is Blood Angels. Um, and I think this is the first one we're getting. And it's the 10-part series. And he said every episode is going to be like 10 minutes long. Um, and it starts off... Have you watched the... They released like seven minutes of it, Tom. Yeah, I, I did actually... I did see it. I can't yeah. remember much about it, actually, because I saw it a while back. Um, and I think I think I was probably pissed, to be honest. Um, but <laughs> I can't remember it. But um, yeah, I, I do remember thinking... I think I even shared it, actually, on our group on Facebook. You might have done. So I must have watched it. <laughs> but, but yeah, because you you open up with the the um, first guy. I think his name was like Captain. Yeah, Captain Orfeo, and he's got one arm off already. When expended his bolter, and he just gets his sword out, and he's just going at it against like this absolute tidal wave of Tyranids um, to start with. And then I think from the look of it, the main sort of character we're following is um, this guy who's just returned from his stint with the Death Watch because he still had the plate on. And then when they showed him, he was like having a vision of probably him succumbing to the Black Rage. And then yeah, they it get was death the, um, yeah. yeah, and then it was like him, him and his chaplain having a bit of a sort yourself out chat. But I mean, if that, that, that was a good start. So... Look forward yeah. to that. Pl- plenty to look forward to. Hopefully, uh, like we say, I'm sure the five of us are just going to throw money at it. 
<laughs> they could have just said Warhammer Plus and not put anything underneath, and we would have just gone, yeah, yep. Yeah. I know we all, we all moan about the app, but I don't think any of us have unsubscribed from it yet. No, the app is so still great problems, but it's not as bad as it was. Yeah. Yeah, so that's that. Uh, all exciting stuff. Um, so, yeah, there's a bit of a whistle stop. So, yeah, let us know in the comments and everywhere else what you're looking forward to, what you like, what you don't like. Um, and then we'll sort of leave it there. Obviously, I'll leave it again for Shane to do a bit of a, a plug for us. Yeah, absolutely. Um, if, if you know, if it would help us out. So if you're looking to buy any uh, hobby supplies, maybe just do it for our link, which will be in the description. That helps us out. And then likewise, uh, if you like what we do, you want to see more of it, you want to help us make more content, especially as uh, the world starts opening up again, um, you can you can always be a Patreon and we'll develop it as we go. But uh, it's there um, and it helps us out. So please, please consider it. One thing I would say just on that is literally you can be assured everything will be going back into the channel. None of it Absolutely. will be kept by oh, ourselves. Yeah. It would all be on just equipment for the future. Yeah, well, that, that's it. The, the aim we want to set up proper games, um, get some good terrain, get some good equipment so it looks good. Um, and just, yeah, if, if you like us and like what we're doing, that, that's what we're, we're aiming to get towards. Um, so obviously you can see um, on the left-hand border at the top at iron and ceramite and then there's all the shows we've got the podcast um which you're watching now thank you very much um librarius omnis between me and shane uh where we're running through at the minute we're running through the horus heresy um i think you can expect next week as time of airing the first part of descent of angels will be coming out we've just recorded the first part of legion so we're keeping ahead of that uh and then we've got hobby bashing and Archaeotech simulation videos on YouTube only. Um, go and check those out. Let us know what you think. Hopefully, we'll get some more of those out soon. And then, obviously, our hashtag is Iron and Ceramite. Throw that out. Um, if you stick it on anything that you're posting, then we will try and feature it on our Instagram um, and give you a little shout out as a thank you. Uh, and then all the little symbols and stuff. Uh, and then the last thing is next podcast, so two weeks from today. We have a very special guest for the first time on our podcast. Um, if you're familiar with Seed Studios, uh, we've just recorded uh, an interview with um, the CEO, James. That was really nice chat, really interesting um, to get some behind the scenes. Really nice guy. And we just had a good time. Uh, and I can't wait for you guys all to see that. So unless anyone else has got anything to add. Don't think so. Is Exterminatus. See you later. As always, we would like to thank you for listening to our Iron and Ceramite podcast. If you liked us, then you can also find us on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and any other good podcast services. Just remember, in the grim darkness of the far future, there is only war. Them. Yeah, definitely. Mike. Quickly, uh, shoot off. Give me just a couple of seconds. Just sit here and, and stare. This <laughs> <laughs> Glenn goes and has an awful time in the toilet. Can hear that screaming and gunshot. <laughs> <laughs> what for his toilet? <laughs> <laughs> uh.
not doting enough time on the missus. He's like, you're always up there on that bloody podcast. <laughs> yeah. That was quick. Sorry. Yeah, oh, I said it was only going to be a couple of seconds. Yes. Cool. <laughs> right. Did you wash um... your hands? <laughs> what? Did you wash your hands? I wasn't going for a slash. <laughs> Um, it was horrible. I'm, I'm sort of like, I love painting characters, um, anything that's a unique model or anything like that. But like Shane, I, this sort of batch painting does not interest me. Hi, Tom. <laughs> so passionate about it. <laughs> I hate batch painting. I'm not talking about it. I'm gone. <laughs> Do you reckon he knows that he's not here anymore? I don't know. <laughs> Chatting away. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll message him just to see if he realizes that he's talking to no one because I don't know what you can see. <laughs> Fucking hell. So, oh, there so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> he, the, 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 the people from the Chinese run up saying they haven't got any coke left. <laughs> and I was like, okay, just give me cans, it's fine. Um, did you hear all that as well?